You're with Julian on the brown note and a review of the outfit, the best hidden gem film I've seen this year. And a um, very surprising one because um, it's helmed by Mark Rylance and that's the reason I watched it. was um, one of the great British actors of the modern era. And the way it was described, I thought I was getting a British spy thriller in the sort of Tinker Tailor soldier spy mode. Instead, it's a Chicago gang film, but it is set in virtually one room. It doesn't feel like it. And made on a very low budget, it again doesn't feel like it. It looks stunning. Mark Rylance has arrived in Chicago, I guess just after the Second World War, where the mob are the sort of um, post-Al Capone Chicago outfit, the largest criminal enterprise in America. He owns a tailor's shop, rather fittingly, which is, I think, why I thought it was a British spy thriller, because it's all about him being this expert tailor. Now, he's, um, he's alluded to have fled England um, and hold up, and he's this very sort of mysterious guy. He's got a very close relationship with um, Zoe Deutsch, her character Mabel, um, he's Leonard Burling, and she's the um, borderline receptionist, but a lovely girl that doesn't really want to have anything to do with um, working in a clothing shop anymore and wants to travel the world and have new experiences. And, and they have a very strong bond between each other. Um, the kicker is that the local mob are using his shop as a drop box. So they're dropping clandestine information into their Dropbox and picking it up. So they're frequently coming and going. He's um, had a, a friendship in the past uh, with the leader of this particular branch um, of the, the Chicago gangsters. They're not part of the outfit who are like the, um, the mafia, but he's like one of the biggest local warlords and uh, not yet quite up there. And one day he, is, um, he finds out that the Dylan O'Brien character, Richie, is the son of this local warlord gangster, is going out with Mabel. And he's very much against that. It's continually alluded to him having an extremely sh shady past. And um, we're used to these kind of characters where they're, they're a lot more than they pretend to be. And you can tell he's hiding. But he doesn't want Mabel going out with this gangster and one night, the gangster and um, a brilliant performance by uh, the UK's Johnny Flynn as Francis, uh, who's who's who should be in, like the right hand man of the mob boss, because he's obviously a lot more capable. But um, the um, Dylan O'Brien character is the son, and is a little bit less capable. They both turn up with Dylan O'Brien's character shot, uh, and uh, from that point on all hell starts to gradually break loose where there appears to be a war going on between the local gangs and also that the outfit are involved and looking to co-opt in a friendly way the these local gangsters into their midst as provided over the you know previous months they've been picking up these messages from the outfit saying about how, you know, you've got to get your ship in order if you want to be with us. And um, this war is not happening at a very good time. From what we get there, I mean, this is continually unfurling. It, it, it's patient in its build um, through the first sort of 40 minutes to get to these points. 
But what we get then is this really twisty, devious uh, whodunit film almost. Um, very much uh, post-Agatha Christie, but more so post-David Mamet. Um, there's, it, it borders on basically who is responsible for what's going on behind the scenes. A few bad things happen that then have to be hidden from uh, what's going on. Uh, from the other people involved and there's this constant back and forth between the Dylan O'Brien character and his compadre by Johnny Flynn as to maybe you're the one that has caused me to be shot and the other guy's like well maybe you're the one that's been doing the dirty on us and it goes backwards and forwards with the help of Mark Rylance continually stirring the pot so he leads them both to believe that the other is out to get them and motivates the characters to behave in that matter. Things get worse very quickly and he, Mark Rylance ends up in a very... He thinks he's in the clear. He thinks he's squared everything off. The mod boss turns up. But it's just the start as lies compound other lies and what's going on in the outside world often contradicts what's been happening inside the tailor shop to thrilling effect it builds up a great head of steam the uh mark rylance character is wonderful he's superb everyone's good everyone's good this is an entire film based on a script and acting uh, uh with very little else um i it doesn't feel like it's shot in one very sumptuous environment but it is and um it looks so good. It looks so classy. Very um, post-Miller's Crossing, I would say. You know how the character in Miller's Crossing is continually trying to manoeuvre himself psychologically along this twisting turn of events so that he remains in a position of power and second-guessing who's you know three steps ahead? Very much like that. Uh, and the, um, the plot twists in ways I didn't expect. And it builds up a head of steam in the last half hour I just didn't expect coming. It really does get quite gnarly. And you uh, find out everything about Mark Rylance's character as well. And it got thrillingly exciting towards the end. It's paced so beautifully. You think that, you know, you think, wow, well done. You want to give it a round of applause for being such a well-directed, well-written and well-acted screenplay. And then the last half hour, it just goes crazy. And you're like on the edge of your seat. So this to me was the gem of the year. And I was actually at the end. I was like, no, we want a sequel. We need a sequel to this. And then we do. We need a sequel to the outfit. So underappreciated gem of the year. Absolutely wonderful. Very sort of post-Miller's Crossing, post-David Mamet. With these hugely gnarly, twisty scripts and characters. And... Um, Actually, you know, a lot of those films are a lot more low-key than this builds up to be. I thought this would have been a low-key film all the way through, but it gets pretty damn explosive towards the end. So fantastic stuff for the debut director called John McClane. Unbelievable. Jonathan McClane, but imagine he's called John McClane. I don't believe it. Wonderful film, The Outfit, a very solid 8.5 out of 10. I've got to stop saying very solid. From Junior Kimbrough. Legend of the Delta Blues, who never actually...